Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Mornings on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah. 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 Happy being alive day, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. It's a Target Demo Friday. We will get to the Target Demo Responses from you guys, where you are, how you're listening, and your football foods this weekend. Coming up here on the show a little bit later on in the program. This hour, in 20 minutes from now, we've got your football food of the week, and we are stunned to a news in football food of the week in 20 minutes. Once again, is highlighted by Fat GPT. We experimented with this last week, and we were bringing it back for week number two where the artificial intelligence-informed Mraz will deliver a recipe, which is a mashup of two cities' signature dishes from an NFL game this weekend. That's in 20 minutes. And in 40 minutes, just how annoying are the Diggs brothers? That's coming up this hour here on the show. Last night, Thursday night football, the Philadelphia Eagles outlast the Minnesota Vikings. This was a 27-7 game midway through the third quarter. Tons of mistakes by the Vikings over the course of the night. Fumbles here, there, and everywhere. The Justin Jefferson extension towards the pylon, fumble out of bounds, Certainly was a type of turning point late in the second quarter. They were going in for a touchdown. Would have made it 14-10. Vikings going into half. And instead it was a turnover and back the other way for the Eagles. And so they escaped there. But I thought that just overall last night, the Vikings did not play winning football. And can't blame that play on why they didn't win. In the third quarter, again, they just got steamrolled. And the Vikings... I just think this year are a hollow team. Last season won a lot of one-possession games. That usually evens itself out. They did not fortify the defense. They allowed Dalvin Cook to leave as well. That's just a Vikings team that's going to get exposed if you count on Kirk Cousins to do too much. And the Eagles are a much better football team. They really are. Now, at the end, it was a six-point win. But I thought that the Eagles also played a sloppy brand of football at times as well and are trying to figure themselves out. Ultimately, as I said, in the cold open, I'm not worried about the Eagles because they've looked pretty mediocre the first two weeks at times and are still 2-0. The Jay Norville and Deion Sanders, whatever we want to call this, is interesting 
And it's a discussion topic, and a lot of people have weighed in, but I will tell you now, it's unimportant. In the small scale, this is unimportant. This does not affect this game. And what I hear and what I see is a national sports media that is consistently locked on the NFL and consistently ignores college football, and Dion's the one thing they can talk about. Because until we get to the playoff, a lot of national media will just not watch a lot of college football. And as I said, this is not a really interesting weekend. We haven't had a lot of interesting matchups. The rarity was Alabama-Texas, but the, the season really has not had a lot of juice yet. But Dion checks a lot of boxes. Dion's a known commodity, is a celebrity, is now in the Power Five. Nobody paid attention to even Dion at HBCU. I mean, it's not like people talked about Jackson State a bunch. People knew Dion was there, but nobody was breaking down his games. Now it's big school, Dion's brand, and everything that comes with it. So Jay Norvell says what he says. And now suddenly it's, I can't believe he would say this. Why would he do this? What's he thinking? You know, now it's a commentary on Deion Sanders' upbringing, and it's a commentary on race, and I'm like, okay. We need to back up the bus here. First of all, first of all, it is completely meaningless in this game. Before yesterday, you didn't know who Jay Norvell was. You had never watched a Colorado State game. I'm not talking about the audience specifically. I'm talking about you as in the general public. And nobody knew that Jay Norvell was the head coach of the Rams coming into this weekend. Also, if you thought Colorado State had a chance before this comment, you're wrong. What we've seen is Colorado beat TCU and Nebraska handily to power conference schools with much better talent than Colorado State. And on the field on Saturday, tomorrow night, Colorado will have two first-round NFL draft picks in Shador Sanders and Travis Hunter. Colorado State will be lucky to have anybody on the roster even make an NFL team. So this comment had no bearing on the game whatsoever. The way that people are building it up, man, this now they've made it personal, and now Colorado State's going to get trucked. They were going to get trucked anyway in this game. This is now a 24-point spread. You know, before the comment, it was a 22-point spread. I mean, it means nothing. But I want to play for you Jay Norvell's commentary from his coach's show a couple of days ago. You know, we had to do a bunch of ESPN videos, and it was great. I loved it. And and uh, But our kids came out of those videos really with a chip on their shoulder. They're tired of all that stuff. They really are tired of it. And I sat down with ESPN today, and I don't care if they hear it in Boulder. I told them I took my hat off and I took my glasses off, and I said, when I talk to grown-ups, I take my hat and my glasses off. That's what my mother taught me. So, you know, they're not going to like us no matter what we say or do. It doesn't matter. Okay? That's just how I feel about it. It's your show. I'm just tired of I mean, I'm tired of all that stuff. It's just, it's, it's, and I know everybody else is too. So that's from Colorado State's coaches show where, of course, they have an audience there of, of Rams fans. 
if you just take out what Norvell said about sunglasses and hat, which was a direct shot, obviously, at Deion Sanders and what is perceived disrespect or something. Everything Jay Norvell said is completely understandable. You come into this game and game day and big noon kickoff aren't in Boulder for Colorado State. It doesn't matter who Colorado's playing. Whoever Colorado's playing is a complete afterthought. Nebraska last week had to feel the same exact way, and they're freaking Nebraska. Whoever Colorado plays is completely unnecessary to the story. The story is now just Dion and just Colorado. So if you're Rams players and you go into these interviews, you know the only reason game day is there is because of the other team. It has nothing to do with you. Of course you're annoyed. This is our shot to be on TV. We get to sit down with Pete Thamel or Reese Davis or Desmond Howard or whatever, and they are not here because they care about us. They're only here because they care about our opponent. Of course you'd be annoyed. And of course Jay Norvell can sense his players are annoyed, and it's totally fine for them to be annoyed. And it's totally fine for Jay Norvell to be annoyed also that they are only, it's a 24-point spread in game day is there. When is game day ever at a game where there's a three-touchdown spread? The only reason game day is there is because of Dion. It has nothing to do with Jay Norvell's team. So it's wild that people interpret this as some type of you know, wild commentary and how dare he and what's he thinking. It's very genuine. That nobody cares about Colorado State, and yet the world has descended on Boulder. If I could pull this up, one of my buddies sent me this graphic, and this is kind of amazing. The shows that are broadcasting from Boulder this weekend. Big Noon Kickoff, College Game Day, The Pat McAfee Show, First Take, and 60 Minutes. All of ESPN's programming has gone to Boulder. Colorado could be playing Bethune-Cookman. They could be playing Florida A&T. They could be playing South Dakota Central Tech. It wouldn't matter. So if you're Colorado State, of course you're annoyed. Now secondly, the hat comment. The hat and the glasses comment. All right. When I talk to adults, I take off my hat, I take off my sunglasses. I mean, the idea that this is some type of fiery, you know, personal jab is a little crazy. I mean, this, this now constitutes some type of personal trash talk. But of course Dion's going to use it. Of course he's going to use it. Because Dion's the ultimate showman. He's the ultimate motivator. The guys believe in him because he'll use this and because it bands them together. Everybody hates us. Look, more evidence. But every coach does this. Every team does this. C.J. Gardner-Johnson has thousands of Lions fans wearing blue ski masks on Sunday, and they're Lions fans believing that we're the villain now. Everybody wants to be the villain. It's a great motivator. So here's Dion on this. I'm out of my own business watching some film, trying to get ready, trying to get out here and be the best coach I could be. And I look up and I read some bull junk that Dan said about us. 
Talk to us. Once again, uh, talk to us. Why would you want to talk about us when we don't talk about nobody? All we do is go out here, work our butts off, and do our job on Saturday. But when they give us ammunition, they unmatched around and made it what? It was just going to be a good game. They messed around and made it personal. It was going to be a great test, a battle of Colorado, but they messed around and made it personal. Great. It's perfect. Dion, they, they done messed around and made it personal. That's what he should do. That's what he needs to do. That's how you build a strong identity within your program. It's us against the world. And look, they done made it personal. It's great. It's great. But... It's amazing how blind people are about what Dion's doing. The idea that he doesn't talk about anybody else. This video, which features Dion saying, we don't talk about anybody else, is posted to Dion's YouTube channel with the title, Coach Prime and the Buffs Respond to Lil Bro. Who who do we assume little bro here is? Oh, right. Colorado State, the team that they're playing. But they don't talk about anybody. But they can address their opponent in state as little bro. It looks silly because Jay Norvell and Colorado State are the team that's going to get blasted on Saturday. So it looks silly for them to do trash talk. It looks silly for them to, quote, pick a fight with the bear. And people, all I hear is I don't understand why they would do it. It doesn't make any sense to me. First, why is Dion the only coach allowed to use the media to stir up attention? So Dion can do everything. He can say everything. He can use the media. He can use all these interview points. He can do talking points. He can do, use YouTube and 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 television uh spots and documentary uh, squads, but nobody else can do anything that talks about Dion. He's the only guy that's allowed to utilize a microphone to gain attention. Because that's what Jay Norvell did. All he did was bump draft Dion's popularity. He saw Dion with every camera and every microphone and said, if I talk about this guy, I get some of the attention. It's just bump drafting. It's like if I sat, if I sat here every single day and absolutely annihilated, I don't know, Al Michaels or somebody that's like a legend that gets all of the attention or whatever, people start looking at me at well, that's the guy that always blasts Al Michaels or that's the guy that always blasts so and so. You're just bump drafting off somebody else's attention cuz you don't get enough of it or you don't have as much of it. That's just so Dion does it, and he can bump draft off of everybody else, but but nobody else can do it off Dion. That's the first part that's silly. The second part that's silly is they done made it personal. Oh boy, uh oh, now Colorado's mad. Like Colorado wasn't going to win this game by four touchdowns anyway. It didn't affect anything. So Norvell is speaking honestly about how his team feels overlooked. Totally right, and. Bump drafts off the attention that Dion gets for a little bit of his own attention. You you think that in February, 
there's a kid thinking about Colorado State or Colorado, and they go to Dion because Jay Norvell was disrespectful. They're not recruiting the same kid. There's no battles that they're up against. They're not battling for audience. They're not battling for season ticket holders. They're not battling for recruits or money. They're in to two totally different stratospheres. This won't come back to bite Jay Norville because he was going to lose by 30 tomorrow one way or the other. It actually only helps him because now people know who's the head coach of Colorado State. And he goes to bat for his kids. Also, I don't care if Dion takes his sunglasses off or wears them during an interview. If he wanted to hop on with us and did it over Zoom and had his sunglasses on, so be it. It doesn't... I don't look at it as disrespectful if he wore a hat and sunglasses. That's his brand. But you can't then comment on his brand without it being made personal. And Ryan Clark said it was racial. I mean, Dion's been wearing sunglasses in public appearances for 35 years. And nobody's allowed to critique it? without it being personal and or racial, that's insane to me. That's totally insane. It's Why does he do it? Well, it makes him look cool. It makes him look flashy. It makes him look like he's got it all together. If I came on every single day with sunglasses on, you'd be like, well, that dude's got some confidence. He's got some style. I mean, that's the, that's the brand. So how can you have a brand for 35 years knowing that it stands out and that it's not allowed to be critiqued or noted? That's insane. It's like, I love the Dion thing because it's interesting. I hate the Dion thing because there's so many bad takes. It's like everybody woke up that doesn't pay attention to college football and suddenly just pays attention to Dion Sanders as the head coach somewhere, and it's just um, an ocean of terrible takes. Dion is allowed to do whatever he wants. It's clearly working. But everybody else is also allowed to do whatever they want. There, there's no rules here. Dion didn't make the rules of engagement, and nobody else is breaking the rules of engagement. If Jay Norville wants to take a shot at sunglasses, he's allowed to. And he's allowed to get his butt kicked by 28 points tomorrow. It's just, the Dion thing's awesome, but it's also maddening. And nobody knows anything. When we come back here on the show, Fat GPT delivers our football food of the week. TA, CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Where death by salsa is the least of your concerns. The DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. Got that right. Happy Friday, everybody. We shall release the Kraken momentarily. DA with you here on CBS Sports Radio. Once again, the dot is available in podcast form, plus the brand new PGP, the Permission Granted Podcast, the show about the show, all available on your favorite podcast platform. So as you all know, the Mraz executive producer search continues. And until we... Sew that up. We're not going to do a picks competition. We want to make sure that whoever is installed as the permanent executive producer will be able to to do picks and maybe do it against Mraz, or we'll see. So in the meantime, we're only doing for the up the gut part. We're only doing the football food of the week. But last week seemed to be a real win. You know, we we kind of thought about this, and me and Cap went into the lab and tried to think. You know, what would be a, a good way to salute? Mraz's football food of the week. I mean, Mraz and I have been together for nearly 11 years, and every Friday during football season, he would give us another recipe. Now, by the time we got to like year six, he was just ripping recipes online from any number of a bunch of places that he did absolutely no work and would rarely, if ever, actually make the football food of the week. But, I mean, it was the spirit of the segment. So we thought, well, who could do even less work and we said that maybe us, maybe us. And so we've been playing around with some AI stuff, Cap and I, for a few months now and thought, how about if we just dialed AI to make a cyborg moraz and we use that to deliver the football food of the week? And the light bulbs went off above our heads and it was like, let's get to work here. And so it's a bit of a Frankenstein type thing because, you know, you import Mraz audio and then it spits it out and it doesn't always have the right Mraz cadence, but it tends to learn Mraz pretty well. We kind of imported a bunch of Mraz segments and football food of the week stuff. We had it listen to the the year of the buffoon a couple of times. The first few times didn't really know it was, it was hearing. The next few times we, we fed it. Year of the buffoon, where did the salt go? Columbus was a pilgrim. You know, uh, John and Mary were also um, Adam and Eve. So Joseph and Mary, rather. So we, we've kind of keep feeding it, and it's learning Mraz little by little by little. And I think by the end of the season, we're really going to have a pretty good Mraz. But it's, it's working, seemingly. So why don't we cue up a little week two your football food of the week.
Huffiness with football. Moraz gives you his NFL picks every week. It's Up the Gut, only on the DA Show. Now again, keep in mind you're going to hear this, and it's not quite the Moraz cadence, but it's learning Moraz-isms pretty good. It's It really is picking up some of like how Moraz would speak and his little isms at the end of sentences, exclamation points. So what we are going to do is use Ravens-Bengals this week. Ravens in Baltimore, crab-crab cake, Bengals-Cincinnati, Skyline Chili. We are putting them together and giving you a crabby chili crunch. We used AI. This is Fat GPT with your Football Food of the Week. Hey there, D-Aliens and fellow foodies, and welcome to the Football Food of the Week with me, Sean Morash. Touchdown Tummy Pleaser. The yummy, chubby, crabby pile-up. This is like a food hug where spicy chili and crab cakes team up for a big, tasty wrestling match in a sea of cheesy goodness. So, here's how you whip up this awesome, uh, yummy thing. First, get yourself a couple of pounds of that tasty fatty beef. You know, the 80-20 stuff. Throw it in a big hot pan and let it sizzle away like a chef who knows what's good. Then, toss in some kidney beans. Kidney beans? My fat doctor said I have the kidneys of a 13-year-old girl. A couple of cans of chili with no beans, who needs them, and some crushed tomatoes, because why not? Spice it up with two tablespoons of chili powder. Now, while that chili's getting all cozy in the pot, let's talk crab cakes, my friends. You're going to need 1.5 pounds of lump crab meat, which is like the king of crab. You heard me wrong? No, you heard me right. King crab, stone crab, it doesn't matter. Just grab something that looks like Sebastian from The Little Mermaid and toss it in the pot. Mix it up with a cup of mayo, another cup of crushed potato chips. Yes, you heard me right. Half a cup of melted butter, buttery bliss, and half a cup of shredded mozzarella cheese, cheese jackpot. Shape them into patties like a delicious defensive line ready to tackle your taste buds. While those crab cakes are getting all crispy and happy in the hot tub of oil, it's time to prepare the ultimate chili playground. Ladle that chili into a big bowl. It's your culinary touchdown field. Skyline Chili is successful, but it actually sucks. Kind of like Zach Taylor. Then pile on cheddar cheese, sour cream, like a loyal foodie fan club, bacon bits, bacon makes everything better, and a whole lot of nacho cheese sauce. Finally, put those crispy crab cakes right on top of the chili throne. It's like they're the champions of flavor. Grab a fork, dive in, and let your taste buds do a touchdown dance while you watch the game. Let me tell you. That actually is Mraz's best recipe ever. Crab cakes on top of chili actually sounds absolutely delicious. Crabby chili crunch. Touchdown tummy dance. <laughs> Touchdown tummy dance. Touchdown. <laughs> I mean, I'm still sticking with pulled pork and peach pie, and we had pulled pork in the bogus house yesterday, but I could not find peach pie. Oh uh-huh. yeah, you didn't you didn't put it on peach pie? Bugs? I couldn't find. I tried. I looked real quick. Didn't know it was being made. Didn't have any real prep time to for the pulled pork to get the peach pie. So the quick search came up and fruitless, pun intended. Uh, so I'm sticking with that. You can enjoy your crab cake and chili. Okay, but even if this is not as good in your mind, yeah, I mean, Fat GPT is starting to nail it, is it not? It is, and again, it's just it's at the same time unnerving. I mean, how how does Fat GPT come up with "You heard me wrong"? No, you heard me right. Exactly. <laughs> I know this is. 
it does it's Sean picking, better than the real Sean. It's picking up Marazisms. It's learning fast, it's which learning. is alarming. Well, does it mean, though, that it's learning, it, it has learned him the best and the easiest because he's so simple? Are the rest of us complex and yeah. it would take more for Fad GPT to get a read on us? I think so. I think Maraz was the most predictable personality. Okay. What he would say, how he would deliver it, the types of things. So I think, yes, it's easier to learn something that is more predictable, simplistic, as you say. So it, it knows the rhythm. It knows what he might say when he might say it. So the the real question is, will... Fat GPT, will the AI Mraz soil himself next week during Football Food of the Week? Because then it really will nail him. How much can Fat GPT learn? Like, can we get to a point where it already spits out a recipe as Sean based on a football matchup from Sunday without us having to ask it to do Probably. it? Probably. Because it knows what we're asking? Yeah, we're not there yet. But again, the more you do it, the more it learns. And Cap and I have been working on this now for two weeks. And we were kind of shocked. Like, whoa, this took a pretty big step forward. But it came up with... <laughs> it came up with... <laughs> Skyline Chili's like Zach Taylor, successful, but it actually sucks. That's something that he would say. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's making some big leaps forward. Uh, Take anything that looks like Sebastian from The Little Mermaid and throw it in a pot. <laughs> it's learning Mraz, knowing that most of Mraz's education comes from Disney. Boy, earmuffs. Um, DA, you don't need to find a new Sean. You could save money. Maybe redistribute it to me, you well, and Pete. And just have fat GPT sit in that chair. Yeah, the key is you don't have to worry about me wanting to pocket the money. Corporate might love the solution. <laughs> I love not having love it. Replaced. Don't say it too loud. <laughs> it's okay. Nobody's listening. Corporate's not listening. Fat GPT is starting to get a little scary. And by the time we get later on to the season, I don't know. Mraz heard it and thought it was spooky. Yeah, he, he listens in the morning, and he was like, "Wow, that's that's pretty crazy." I'm asking you to not ever do this for me. The only thing, right? Because it renders us all. Irrelevant. No, I just don't want to hear it. Oh. You can take my job, whatever. It's, uh, this, my job. <laughs> take is, my job or whatever. I'm already on borrowed time. This job, <laughs> specific, you know, bigger picture in the industry. There are fewer and fewer updates by the day, basically. So I get it. I just don't want to hear AI me. I don't want to hear that. Him. I'm yes. on borrowed time yeah. here. <laughs> I don't even like hearing. Day. I don't like hearing my voice on my like on my answering machine on my voicemail. I don't want to hear it doing sports stories. And that is the great irony in what we do. Nobody really likes hearing their voice. If you're on a home movie camera, if you're on your own cell phone or somebody else's cell phone, answering machine back in the day, whatever. People are like, "Oh, I don't like my own voice." That's basically everybody across the board. Even broadcasters such as ourselves who talk for a living and it's archived everywhere, we also don't like how we sound. Yeah, and at least if you don't like your voicemail, your outgoing message, and that's it, that's the end of your problems, no big deal. But I need to listen to my voice a lot to go over things, try to get better. When I'm trying to get a job, I'm going to sending things out. I think it all sucks because my voice is involved in it. At least you have a quick out if it's just your phone. It's my livelihood that I have to listen to, and I hate it. The only thing that Fat GPT's not hitting is Mariah's New York accent. Correct. He's saying crab instead of crab. But isn't that just like another keystroke or two? It might be. We have like, to. Do you spell crab like input into the algorithm? Spell 
Yeah, with Things a y. that end with an A, like an AH. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's the one thing. It's not hitting the New York accent, but other than that, it's getting scary good. <laughs> getting scary good. <laughs> Bogues is headlines. The dumbest rule in football, one of the dumbest in sports, reared its ugly head last night in Philly. Pass left, caught Jefferson, five, reaches for the end zone, and he's short. Justin caught it at the five-yard line, and he got down to the one. Paul Allen on Vikings Radio didn't notice that Justin Jefferson fumbled the ball over the pylon into the end zone. So instead of a Viking touchdown or a field goal, the Eagles got the ball, drove for Jake Elliott's 61-yard field goal at the halftime buzzer. Philly led by six the break instead of possibly trailing. Kirk Cousins thinks he could have avoided the entire situation. I'm going to be hard on myself, right? I'm going to say, look, that ball shouldn't have stopped him. You know, the ball stops him, so he has to go up and get it and has to pull through. What if I threw a perfect ball? And what if it had dropped right in the bucket? Maybe he runs in untouched. So, again, going back to, we don't even have to have that moment if I can throw a perfect pass and drop it in the bucket to him. Maybe Cousins should have made a better throw, but I will never understand this rule. I don't know why the defense gets the ball without actually recovering it. Jefferson's fumble, one of four. Yeah, you can put it out at the 20-yard line, and yeah. offense retains well, possession. Or just put it where he last had it. Put it on the two. Last possession. Yeah, if he fumbles on the five, and it goes out of bounds right there, they keep it there. Right. I just I don't understand why the defense benefits from this. I know. Yeah, it's a backwards rule. Yep. Uh, the fumble from Jefferson, one of four, lost by the Vikings last night, raising their total to seven through two games. Despite the mistakes, they only lost by six in Philly, 34-28. Their other main issue was the Eagle run game, 259 yards on the ground, 175 of that plus a score from DeAndre Swift. Jalen Hurts fell across the goal line twice for points. On the injury report around the NFL, Austin Eckler has missed both Charger practices so far this week with a bad ankle, but Chase Young put in a full workout yesterday in Washington, his first since suffering a stinger in their first preseason game. And the NFL has formed a new subcommittee of owners to consider changing the rules for buying a team. In particular, majority owners currently need to control at least 30% of the club, but that's getting harder to accomplish because team values are so high. Wow, there's some there's some clubs that the majority owner doesn't even have 30%. No, no, no. Now you have to have, that's the that's the minimum now. Yeah. They want to lower that because if you're paying 6 or 7 billion dollars, yeah. it's hard to be able to have that money to get to 30% of that. Wow, so you, you'll be able to own a team as majority owner with less than 30%. With less than a third of the team, yeah. Wow. Yep. That's surprising. Uh, it is a huge series in the AL East. The first place O's hosting the second place Rays for four games. The opener went to the visitors. 3-1 is hit high in the air and deep to center. This has a chance. Mullins back at the wall, leaps, and it's gone! Wow! Luke Rayleigh with a bomb to center field. The Rays are back on top at 4-3 to in the seventh. That's from Rays Radio. Luke Rayleigh's solo shot giving them the lead for good. The Tampa Bay bullpen, four perfect innings. They've now gone 34 frames without allowing an earned run. The 4-3 win has the Rays a game back in the division. The Rangers smoked the Blue Jays 9-2 for a four-game sweep in Toronto. Texas now a half game behind Idle Houston in the AL West. The Jays falling a game and a half behind the Mariners for the last AL wildcard. There was college football last night. Number 22 Miami ran past Bethune-Cookman 48-7. 
And Navy lost at Memphis 28-24. Their AAC reportedly making progress on adding Army as a football-only member. The final decision could come in the next two weeks. If it happens, the Army-Navy game would remain a non-conference game played on its usual date. Is that significant to make sure it's non-conference? Uh, I, well, because I, I think the AAC, you don't play everybody every year. So they would so they would put that, keep that game aside, keep it as is, keep it in the, whatever, the, the second weekend of December, and it wouldn't affect your your cycle through the conference. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Also, it's played on a day that there's no other college football. So right. it would be hard to have a conference game after the conference is decided. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and after the conference championship game. Well, that's, that's the only thing I don't, I didn't read yesterday is they do have a conference championship game, do they not? And theoretically, they one do. of them could be in it. They do. They do. But is that the weekend? It would be the weekend before, I would think. So that would be this game is after everything. This game is usually after it's everything. Usually the first week of December, but it's the weekend after the conference championship game. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So you so Army or Navy could play in the ACC championship AAC right. championship game, and then the next week play each other. Right. <laughs> uh, and finally, I think here, why don't we Woo-hoo! let's get stunned. Yeah! It doesn't take much to surprise this bouncing baby boy. This is honestly the most stunned I have ever been on the show to a news. The DA show is stunned to a news. Let's meet the British Boyle. This young lad oh. was flying with his lady friend earlier this month to Ibiza, and they decided to start the party on the plane. The couple goes into the bathroom together. Now, I don't know if the other passengers noticed right away, if the couple was in there for too long, and or maybe being a little bit loud, but the rest of the plane definitely knows something is going on, so we get a viral video of a very cautious, embarrassed male flight attendant at the bathroom door being egged on oh, by passengers no. to open it. The scream, and maybe you heard the thud underneath it, is the door opening so everybody can see the guy standing behind the lady in the middle of doing something very naughty and he reaches and slams the door closed once again. (gasps) I mean. (laughs) Now apparently they came out of the bathroom. Ha ha ha. The plane was met by police when it landed in Ibiza. It's unclear if there are any actual charges or arrests uh, but at the very least this couple and everybody in England, uh, I guess they were ID'd fairly quickly, or at least the man was. People now know that this particular guy got caught with a girl in the plane bathroom, and it's there for everybody to see. It's really graphic, too. He yeah. swings open the door, and the There's guy, only one thing they could be doing. The guy is behind the nice lady, and, and the nice lady is pressed up against that little sink, and she is definitely not washing her hands. No. I go in a urinal, I go in the store, wherever. (laughs) Have you had this experience? 
No, no, it's a bucket list to join the Mile High Club, and these folks are brave enough to do it. Uh, police notified? I mean, are we kidding? Is it actually illegal to have relations on a plane? Is to get after it, to in, knock some boots together? That's illegal. exposure once they open up the door? Well, that's his fault. Don't open the door, pal. But, oh, maybe occupancy? Is that a violation? Maybe. If, you're, if, they, if they were in there for too long and it was, like, disrupting the flight to some extent because they had to, like, figure out oh, what was happening in there, ma. maybe. We're but going again, to Ibiza. What are we doing? We're doing Molly and Coke and shrooms there. That is true. <laughs> like, And you look at the video of this flight and everyone's like, yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah they're do all it. holding drinks. And then everybody, and then they all cheer when the door opens up. I mean, this this is like a spring break flight. Yes. They, exactly. They, they knew what was going on in there before they opened the door. And the whole flight is just a bunch of people probably already drinking and drugging and getting ready for a beat. Exactly. You're going to a beat though. You're going there for one thing and one thing only. So why not kick it off? Well, a little boot knock. And you know, it should be illegal to not have sex on the plane oh, if you're okay. going to Ibiza. Okay. It's like Virgin Airlines. They just use that as their slogan. We'll, <laughs> we'll turn you. Yes. We'll turn you have you. to have sex on the plane if you're going to Ibiza. <laughs> Carlos Alcarath, really like appreciate your pronunciation. Yeah, I mean, really. Thank you. <laughs> Very authentic. Thank you. Have you been to Ibiza at least? No, but when I went to... Who can afford Greece? that? When I went to the, what's it called? Amalfi Coast in Italy. Right. They had the the one, we rented a car. And while I'm driving up, like, the mountains, going, like, 70 miles an hour, swerving, and there's, like, cars blurring past me on the other end, and I'm, like, fearful that I'm going to die. The only thing that kept my heart rate sane was the radio station that played, like, club music. And, and between every song, I think it was called, the radio station was Club Ibiza. <laughs> But every, you know, in between every song, it would just would be like a three drum beat. And it would go, Ibiza. And that was between. And then the next club song would come on. And I'd be like, all right, I'm maybe not going to die here. So that's that's why I always call it Ibiza. And if you're going to Ibiza and you're not having sex on the plane going to Ibiza, you're doing it wrong. You should be Ibiza-ing. <laughs> okay. When do we come back here on the show? How annoying are the Diggs brothers? DA, CBS Sports Radio. More laughs per capita than any other sports radio show. It's DA on CBS Sports Radio. Stream the NFL on Westwood One for free. Sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone restrictions apply. Next segment or next commercial break, we'll release the Kraken. You were Target Demo Friday meme, and we'll get your feedback where you are, how you're listening, coming up for later on in the morning. Stefan Diggs had this little kerfuffle, I suppose, this little incident the other day where there was an open mic, and the Bills team reporter for their website, or one of them, was caught on mic saying that we can't go get Stefan Diggs because he'll say F you to my face, and he'd say that to anybody else or whatever. And She had to apologize. He's got great character. He treats us really well, yada, yada, yada. Well, Stefan Diggs issued a statement that said the audio shared was very hurtful insulting to my character and how I was raised. I always treated people how I wanted to be treated, greeting everybody with smiles and respect. This is an example of why people don't want to deal with the media. 
preconceived notions. Please remember, I'm a human just like you. I mean, just like. Right. This definitely deserved a, a Hallmark movie moment that the team reporter said, if I go try to ask him to come out here, he's going to say F you to me. That that deserves that. Okay. Trayvon Diggs, his brother, who plays for the Cowboys, quote tweeting the audio of the reporter saying this and saying, they turn on you so quick, got to get bro somewhere safe. Yes. Because this is certainly indicative of the entire city, locker room, team, and organization having turned on Stephon Diggs. And it's a completely unsafe place to be. Ignoring the fact that they've kept him throughout multiple meltdowns of the playoffs and fighting with Josh Allen on the sideline last year during the postseason. They've kept him around, didn't try to deal him, didn't try to trade him, or weren't successful in doing so. But it's an unsafe place. For Stephon Diggs. I mean, give me a break. These two guys are such drama queens. And, you know, it's, it's, you talk to anybody that's ever covered Stephon Diggs. It's like talented guy, but he's mercurial. He, he, you don't know which one you're going to get. And to do a song and dance about how hurtful these comments are. Remember, I'm a human being. Josh Allen's a headache because of what he does on the field. Stephon Diggs is a headache for what he does off the field. And it makes you wonder if two of the most important pieces of this puzzle in Buffalo will ever be pieces that you can win a Super Bowl with because there's so many moments of headaches. Is this deserving of a long post about treat me like I'm a human being and now his brother suggesting it's an unsafe place to be? It's just not a safe space for my brother. Buffalo, we got to get him somewhere safe. Well, where would that be? Dallas? Would there be less media scrutiny there? Would there be less blowback or discussion or yelling or arguing or what? I mean, the Diggs brothers... They love the drama, they run to the drama, they create the drama, then say, why is there so much drama? Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.